0: Welcome to
1: All All for One One Stories. Stories.
0: The story you will be listening to is Checking In by and Darkey.
1: Alex was the only person in Pittsburgh who didn't even notice when all the computers went haywire. Cell phones crashed, laptops died, the whole city lost power. Everything fell into chaos for a few hours. People lost their minds a little. They looted and cavorted and ran amok. Everyone definitely noticed, except Alex. When the computers went nuts, Alex was snoring gently on the cot in his uncle's little cabin at Seven Springs. He loved it up here. No cell phone service, no people, no distractions from the beautiful wilderness. The cabin was pretty sparse. Just a little gas stove, a cot, a toilet and sink in the corner. Alex lay with one hand on his burgeoning beer gut, his mouth open, drool slowly trickling down his unshaven chin. Suddenly, he woke with a snort, choking a little on his own spit. What was that? Tap-tappity-tap-tap. There it was again. Alex sat up, thrashing to get his legs out of the sleeping bag. He groped around on the floor for his glasses and the gun he kept under the cot.
2: I don't know what a thirty-eight pistol will do against a bear, though, if it is a bear.
1: Panting slightly, Alex swung his feet onto the floor and stood up. He took two steps toward the cabin door, his bare feet making the floorboards creak. An answering creak came from outside. Someone, or something was on the porch. Taking a deep breath, Alex took five more steps and reached out for the door handle. Just as he was about to touch the handle, it turned. Alex gulped. The door should have been locked from the inside. Suddenly, the door flew open. Bright sunlight streamed in, blinding Alex, and reminding him painfully that he had probably had about a six-pack too many last night. A tall, slim silhouette stood in the doorway, black against the blazing daylight. Alex stepped back, shielding his eyes with his hand. Stop, or I'll shoot. Shoot what? Shoot you.
0: Oh, dear. Very inhospitable. Not good at all. I'll have to make a note of that, I'm afraid. What?
1: Alex took another step back.
0: May I come in?
1: Alex's eyes finally adjusted to the light. The person stepped inside. She was a very tall, thin woman, probably in her mid-thirties. She wore her pale hair and a tight, high ponytail, and her wide-set eyes were very green. Her clothes were odd. They looked like a diver's one-piece suit that shimmered and changed reflecting the environment around them. Alex stared, mesmerized by her holographic onesie.
0: Um, can I come in, please? Uh, and could you...
1: She coughed politely, gesturing at the pistol. Alex let the pistol drop to his side. The woman looked around and squeaked like a reproving chipmunk.
0: Ah, do you all live like this?
1: Huh? She grimaced at the beer cans.
0: This? Is it supposed to be like this? Or did some kind of accident happen?
1: Oh,
2: no. I'm sort of... I wasn't expecting company.
1: The woman raised her pale eyebrows and muttered something about a lack of hospitality. She gazed expressively at her left hand while she pretended to write something on it with the index finger of her right hand. What are you doing?
0: Hmm? Oh, don't worry. I'm properly encrypted for remote recording.
1: Right. Alex squinted at her through his hangover. He hoped this was a dream.
0: Now, I just have to ask you a few questions. Then I'll be on my way.
1: Uh, okay.
0: <clears throat> Population? What? Population. You know, like, how many people live on this planet?
2: On the whole planet?
0: Yes. This is an interplanetary survey. We're checking up on all the colonies. The colonies? (sighs) Look, I'm the one who should be asking the questions. It's my job. I'm from home. The central office said that we were to conduct this survey every thousand years. It's been a thousand since the last one, so here we are. Hold on. You're from another planet? You're an alien? (laughs) <laughs> that's rich. I mean, this isn't your home planet, is it? I always thought it was. Hmm.
1: She wrote something with her finger onto her left hand.
0: Forgotten home planet. Very interesting.
2: I don't understand. What do you mean by forgotten my home planet? Earth is my home planet. Earth? Is that what you're calling it these days? Yes, because that's what it is. Listen, I think you're crazy. You not only think you're from another planet, but you seem to think that I am too. I'm not buying it. You're nuts.
0: I'm not made of nuts. I'm a human, just like you. I just happened to grow up on home.
2: But, but I belong here. Humans belong on Earth. Everyone knows that.
1: She flipped through some invisible pages on her hand.
0: Last time a census worker was here, they reported that the colonization was going well. Civilization was flourishing. Let's see. Art and culture were booming. Alchemy was respected. Science was usefully employed. Sounds ideal. That would be about a thousand years ago. I believe they landed in a different spot than I did, though. Frank, it's hard to read this handwriting. France? Probably, yes. You'd know better than I would.
2: Look, I still think you're crazy. Just because you know a vague little bit of world history doesn't make you a space traveler.
0: How about the original inhabitants, the Neanderthals? Last time it says that you weren't sure if they still inhabited the planet. Any word on that?
2: No, they're all gone. All of them? Yeah, been extinct for forever.
0: That's not a very exact measurement of time.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want me to be more precise? I'll just hop in my time machine and check for you. How's that? You have time machines? No, and I'm not going to stand around talking to a crazy lady who writes in her hand and thinks she's an alien.
0: (sighs) Listen, this is my fourth planet today. I'm just as tired as you are. I'm only trying to do my job. If you'll just please answer the questions, I can go, and you can get on with your day.
1: Alex stared at her for a moment. Then he laughed and swept the beer cans away from the bed. Fine.
2: Sit down and let me wring your heart. I beg your
0: pardon?
1: Never mind. Just get on with your questions. She sat down gingerly on the corner of the bed, half-facing him.
0: All right. Let's go back to the beginning. Population?
2: Of the whole
0: planet? Yes.
2: Gosh, I don't know. Six billion?
0: Seven billion? I'll put down six and a half billion.
1: She paused and wrote on her palm.
0: Now, what would you say is your main productive outlet?
1: You mean, what do we make? Hmm,
2: I guess junk, mostly. Junk? Yeah, you know, consumer items. Sort of useless things that people throw away so they can get new stuff.
0: You mean you make things of bad quality? On purpose?
2: Yeah, that's how people make their money. Money? That's our, uh,
1: currency, I guess. Ah. She wrote in silence, a crease forming between her eyebrows.
0: How many people would you say own property on this planet?
2: Actually own it? Not have a loan on it? Yes. Um, I don't know. Not many. I'd say 1%. Maybe two. 1%? I mean, it might be less than that. People don't really own their own property until they're about 60 or 65 years old. I mean, they have houses, some of them, but they don't pay them off all in one chunk."
1: She bit her lower lip hard. He could tell she wanted to say something, but was too polite. She asked him about a dozen more questions, how they treated disease, how they raised children, how they cared for the poor. While he answered, She held her head very still, like she was trying not to shake it, and scribbled furiously on her hand.
0: Just one last question. Shoot. Are most of you happy here? Happy?
1: He looked at her as though seeing her for the first time. He thought about his life, about his dead-end job, and his dead-end life. He thought about his lonely apartment. He thought about how he pretty much spent most of his time distracting himself from how discontented he was. And suddenly, he wanted to cry. She looked at him for a long time. I see. She wrote something on her left palm. Then she stood up and stuck out her hand.
0: Thank you. You've been most helpful.
1: How did we do?
0: Let's just say, I hope it'll be better the next time one of my colleagues comes to visit you.
1: Yeah, sure. And she walked out of the house, her strange suit blending into the trees. The next day, Alex went walking in the woods. He found the crater where the spaceship had landed. When he went back to his city apartment a day after that, he found out about the computer's that night when he looked up at the stars he wondered where she was the girl in the smokescreen jumper and he wondered who he was and where he really belonged
0: that was checking in written and directed by gretel and darkey the cast in order of appearance joe potts as the narrator michael timmins as alex Dana Rizzo as the alien. Our audio technician was Tom Morinchak. Thank you for listening to All, All for One, One Stories. Stories. Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater with the permission of the licensor, granted under a copyrighted license agreement. First published in Gilbert Magazine, a publication of the American Chesterton Society. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.